The Mayday Murders is copyright 2005 by Scott Wittenberg. To learn more about this and other novels by the author, please visit scottwittenberg.com. Chapter 13 Sam glanced over at Shelley to make certain that she was asleep, slipped quietly out of bed, and tiptoed out of the bedroom. It was dusk, and long shafts of sun shone through the window as he made his way to the den and picked up the phone. He dialed Anne's number. Hello? he heard her say. Hi, Anne. There was a moment of silence, and Sam guessed that she was deciding whether or not to hang up on him. Finally, she spoke. What do you want? Her tone of voice was undeniably terse. Please hear me out, Anne. I know you're pissed at me right now, and I really don't blame... Pissed? she interrupted. I'm a lot more than just pissed, Sam. How could you? After all the trouble that tramp has caused, you turn around and let her back into your life. I'm so angry at you that I could just scream. Before Sam could say anything, she added, And you sure have a lot of nerve acting like you were so hurt and torn up over the divorce. What a joke! I'm sorry I ever fell for that load of crap. How long has this been going on? How long have you been screwing that whore, Sam? Huh? How long have you been snowing me with your bullshit? Sam was taken aback by Anne's outrage. He'd known she'd be hurt and angry, but he'd never guessed she'd be this hysterical. I'm sorry, Anne, he said weakly. I can see that you need some time to cool off, so I might as well not even try to argue my case now. I just want you to know that I haven't been snowing you, as you put it. I truly have been torn up over our divorce, and will always be. This is the first time I've seen Shelley since... I don't even want to hear her name, Sam, Anne snapped. Furthermore, I've had all day to cool down, and I'm about as cooled down as I'm ever going to be. Listen, why don't you do us both a favor and just leave me alone? I have nothing more to say to you. Nothing. You've really screwed up but good this time, Buster. So just have your fun with your little slut friend and leave me alone. She slammed down the phone so hard it hurt. Sam stared vacantly at the wall with the phone still to his ear. He was not only stunned by his ex-wife's onslaught, but angry as well. He deserved a little better treatment than this, no matter how much he'd fucked up. He deserved to be hurt, at least. He pushed the redial button and rang a dozen or so times before Anne finally answered. What? she hissed. You're being a little unfair about this, don't you think? Unfair? she echoed. I'm being unfair? You're a regular comedian, Sam. I just want you to take a second here and look at the facts, Anne. We're divorced, right? That was your idea, not mine. But no matter whose fault it was that we split up, the fact remains. We're free now. Isn't that what you keep telling me? So I should be free to see whomever I want, whether you like that person or not. It just so happens that you despise this particular person, so all of a sudden I'm a bad guy. What if it were someone else? What would your reaction be then? Better yet, try putting the shoe on the other foot. What if you were seeing someone now? Would you want me to get all over your case like you're getting on mine? Would that be fair? You're right about one thing, Sam. I do despise that bitch, and I probably would react differently if it were someone else. But that's the point. Why that slut, Sam, of all the people on earth? Can't you do a little better than that? Shelley is not a slut, Anne, and I wish you'd quit calling her that. She's a nice girl. You don't even know her. Excuse me while I throw up. That's it, Sam. I'm out of here. I've heard about all I care to hear. Have a nice life. Wait, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to tell me you don't ever want to hear from me again? Is that it? What about my daughter, goddammit? What's Amy got to say about all this? Are you trying to write her out of my life, too? 
Are you going to tell Amy how terrible her father is and turn her against me? Well, you'd better think twice, if that's what you have in mind. I'll fight you every inch of the way, by God. Shut up, Sam. There was a pause, and then she said in a calmer voice, I am not that petty, Sam, and you know it. I'm not going to tell Amy about this, nor do I have any intentions of ever trying to turn her against you. This is just between you and me. And while we're on the subject, I might as well tell you, I'm seeing someone, too. Now, what do you have to say about that? Sam was shocked, but somehow managed to sound calm. I think it's wonderful, he lied. Who's a lucky guy? His name is Jerry, and he's very nice. He respects me. And I don't? Apparently not. Sam felt his blood pressure soaring. Oh, I see. And what else, may I ask, does old Jer have that I don't? Well, let me see. Blonde hair, muscular build. Oh, and he knows the difference between a lady and a tramp. Sam refused to appease her. Sounds like quite a guy, Ann. A discriminating super jock. Good going, kiddo. Are we through now? Ann said, obviously piqued. Not quite, Sam said. I'd like to talk to someone who still loves me. Put Amy on. Amy's not here. She's at her friend's house. Oh, Sam said, disappointed. Well, in that case, let me just say one more thing before I let you go. Make it quick. I've got things to do, she said curtly. This is serious, Anne, so please listen. He waited a moment to switch gears, then said, Roger thinks he has a pretty good idea who may have killed Marcia and Sarah. Who? Anne asked, her voice suddenly solemn. Do you remember Stanley Jenkins from high school? The nerdy guy who always got straight A's? That's the one. That's who they think might have done it. No way, Anne exclaimed. My exact reaction, too. But believe it or not, it's starting to look like he's the prime suspect. Stanley apparently went off the deep end after high school and has a police record, arson and attempted murder. Only trouble is, nobody has seen him in 15 years. I just can't believe it. Do they have any proof that he did it? Anne asked. No, but they're working on it. I'm having a hard time buying into this, too. But if you know what all they've dug up on Stanley, it might make you a believer. Anyway, I wanted to let you know. Anne's tone of voice was nearly normal when she said, Thanks, Sam. I'm glad you did. I'll keep you posted if anything more develops. Okay. Well, I'd better go. Big date with Jerry? Sam quipped dryly, unable to resist the urge to get the last punch in. Maybe, Anne sing-songed. And is the little slut there with you? She countered viciously. Sam realized he should leave well enough alone, but hadn't yet recovered from the fact that Anne was seeing another man, and now he resented the way Anne kept dragging Shelley through the slime. Yeah, Shelley's still here, he declared. Well, I hope you both have a good fuck, Anne spat, before slamming down the phone in his ear. Touché, he mumbled to the deadline. Sam sat there for a moment or two before hanging up the phone. Finally, he stood up, went into the kitchen to get a beer, then went back on the back porch to get some fresh air and hopefully some kind of perspective on where to go from here. For more information about the Mayday Murders and other books by the author, please visit scottwittenberg.com. Thanks for listening.